Ooh, brand new, most powerful V6 from Honda. This is the biggest SUV they've ever built. And it's also the most, most powerful V6. Think about that. This has a more powerful V6 than what was in the original NSX, which was a sports car. That's kind of weird to think it about. It is weird, yeah. This is the Honda Pilot, the all-new Pilot. When car companies say all-new, mm -hmm. usually it's like, we added a trim level and we did a few little things and now even more colors are available. This is actually all-new. It it's is, It's been yes. completely re-engineered. Mm -hmm. re and good news, everybody, for the first time, the Pilot isn't a minivan wanting to be an SUV. It's actually yeah. an SUV, and this is the trail sport, which means it's actually kind of focused on off-road, so we're on our way. For the first time ever, because I don't know if you remember, but the trail sport trim was introduced on the last Pilot, and it was introduced pretty much as just a trim package. It wasn't really any more off-road capable. I think it was just the badge, actually. I think it was, and the thing on the seats in orange that said trail sport, that's I think really it was, all it was. That's as much off-road capability as but, you get. But with this gen, they've actually thought about it. It has a yeah. one-inch extra lift. It comes with the knobbier all-terrain tires. It also has skid plates. I mean, they actually thought about someone might take this somewhere off-road and actually get it dinged a bit, which the last version was just, we gave you an off-road right. trim, which well, is interesting. They thought of Interstate 80 with all of our potholes from yeah. the, the mm -hmm. giant winter that we had. That's true, yeah. It's actually some off-roading out here, so <laughs> we're, we're better equipped than anybody else. We're accidentally doing off-roading already, even though we intend to get on dirt. But Bashing yes, over these poorly sure. maintained potholes, and you think, oh, I've got the trail sport, it's no problem. It's gonna be fine. Surprisingly, between shooting our interview and the rest of our footage, this pilot bricked itself in my driveway. It would acknowledge that the key was nearby, but it would not start or even go into neutral. As a result, it had to literally be dragged off my driveway and onto a flatbed because the wheels were locked and would not turn. A trip to the dealer revealed a bad cell in the battery which triggered a fault in the ECU. That got addressed, and it came back to us to finish the shoot. There's a first time for everything. Yeah, this is... Uh bit different for Honda. This is a bit different feel, and it did feel big as soon as I started driving it. Mm -hmm. But as I'm digging in, I'm starting to see it more and more. Now, the Trail Sport is a standalone, kind of very focused now, off-road package. And Honda says that this is capable of navigating more than half of the trails in the U.S. on public lands. Uh-huh. And that means they have done a lot of research, they've done extensive testing, they've really re-engineered the entire yes. structure of this yes. thing to do what they're thinking, and that is, hey, off-roading is becoming a thing. This is the ultimate car camper. Mm -hmm. You can take this more than just your average fire road. And I do see that, because the last pilot, this is the fourth generation, yes, right? So the, the last gen. third yep. generation mm -hmm. pilot, that looked like a minivan. The proportions were off. It was unremarkable in any way. And to compete in a category like this, mm -hmm. they even acknowledge they're third right now. Yep. They acknowledge that and they're going for it though with this particular trim level. If you want something that is this space and big from Honda, there's six trim levels and the two above this are more expensive. But then if you're just gonna use it like an SUV, then get those. So we can't just drive this as if this is never going to be off-roaded. But to your point, I mean, there really isn't a reason to buy this trim unless you are a person who does like family car camping trips. I don't know how on earth Honda actually quantifies. We think this will do half the off-roading situations in the nation. I don't know how you test that, but to their credit, they went a lot of different places in the U.S. and they tried a lot of things to actually make sure this was capable enough for most people. And nobody's yes. buying a Honda Pilot at all to go actually like 
Moab, let's do trails. Nobody's Certainly doing not. that. No. So that means you're talking about the heavy duty fire road. We're going down something with some rocks. The suspension to get is to the tuned camping. so the coolers won't spill. Yes. That's about as much yes. as it is. And the tires won't break. No. Yep. They Honda has said specifically they have worked with the Nevada Automotive Test Center to come up with their own rating system mm. and rate their own vehicles using the trail rating capabilities of that test system. And therefore, they can apply that now to most of the testing they've done, which is great. And it is significant. But again, it's not like you're going rock crawling this thing. You, you no. don't need to. No. But with the added rigidity to this, it makes the last one seem like a wet noodle soaked in a cup of tea. And this one seems like, okay, it, it feels now kind of like what I'd expect a Honda to feel like. It does feel significantly better put together and just more solid. There's mm -hmm. no question about mm -hmm. that. And I would actually define the last Honda Pilot as like the definition of the term soft rotor. Totally. It soft, it felt soft. It was a minivan alternative from yeah. a company who made an excellent minivan. Mm, yeah. And that's yeah. the thing. The, the, the thing I do appreciate about this new trail sport trim being actually set up to be off-road is I feel like it gives the Pilot something that differentiates it from the excellent Odyssey. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I have struggled with the Pilot being, why didn't you just get an Odyssey? This just feels worthwhile and substantial now. And it is, it's almost a three inches longer wheelbase. Yeah, and most of that idea. was given to the second row. But the third row seats are actually surprisingly high off the floor. Mm -hmm. The problem is they're almost always on the floor. And so my ankles are up by my butt. I mean, that just never feels good if you're an adult. Right. You could be right. an adult sit in the back. Yeah. Which is kind of surprising. I mean, I don't want to go cross-country, but, like, we're going to take people and the adults in the back? Okay. Matter of fact, I had my whole family in this. Yeah. And a cello. <laughs> we thought about coming by your house and grabbing all your dogs <laughs> and maybe going through a drive-thru. Sure, and, as you, you should. Know, let's yeah. really mm -hmm. test this and put it to its limits. But what I have liked about this is the compact exterior size, mm -hmm. and it still seems pretty spacious. I was getting no complaints from anybody who rode in the third row, and they even kind of enjoyed that armrest. My sister actually specifically called out that armrest cutout in the back hmm. because it made it feel a little bit more spacious. Interesting. Okay. Also, Trailsport versus normal. The normal version gets a second row that can have three seats across. Right, right. The trail sport does not. The trail sport just comes like this with the two captain's chairs, but most of them have a center seat in the second row that can fold into the floor if you don't need it or pop out if you do, which is impressive. I mean, they're good at Honda that. knows yeah. how to do storage yeah. and how to do like pockets. And I mean, you, I've always said, if you get into a Honda product of any kind and you are able to fill it with stuff in your life, you have too much stuff. 14 uh, cup holders a, in this. 14 cup you holders. You counted, didn't you? I did actually settle on the press materials, oh, too. Oh, okay. All and right, there's all eight. Right. There's like eight that are 32 ounce. What? How much liquid are we bringing? We are thirsty. We are thirsty in, Americans. In the yes, US, we are. We are yes. Thirsty people here. We're on one of our favorite dirt fire road kind of uh, off road. It's been pretty packed down. Yeah. But you can already tell the suspension is definitely tuned for this. Uh -huh. Because as soon as I started driving, I thought, oh, no, this is too squishy. Wait a minute. Yeah. There's other flavors of yep. this, and this is not air ride suspension. It's tuned specifically mm -hmm. for this kind of thing. This price point is $50,500, about that, just yep. over $50,000. Yep. The Touring and the Elite are more expensive. Mm -hmm. 
And even though this is only one engine offered, only one powertrain, it's mid-level, but I feel like Honda has really tried to do a lot for your money with this. The problem is that these seven or eight passenger, you know, unibody SUVs, that's what they cost. $50,000 yeah. is just, that's what they cost. And while that feels exorbitant, the reality is a nice minivan is going to cost almost that as well. So this is what yeah. all of these things cost, which is crazy. But this is very competitive at that place, and I think it's much yeah. more competitive than the last Pilot was. Oh, by far. This is, night and day. Yeah. this is a yeah. revised V6 engine. It's, what, 285 horsepower, 262 pound-feet of torque, yep. which is a good amount of power through this same push-button gearbox that is a 10-speed. This is, a, this is like a revising of a lot of what worked on the last one but an improvement in a more rugged way. I think I think it's a really good improvement. I don't love that there is only one engine option. I wish there were an option that gave you better fuel economy because combined this is 20. You're right, there isn't enough way to amortize out options and so this is only one inch configuration. That makes it not that quick. We're talking zero to 60 in a little under seven seconds, which is, that's traffic speed. Yes. But you're not buying this for power. Some of the others in the market might impress you with their power. This is just gonna be enough. It'll be enough, and when we're full of people and gear, yeah, you can tell. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it's not sluggish, but this still offers you 5,000 pounds of towing capacity, mm -hmm. which is pretty much most toys, most stuff that you're gonna, gonna do. That solves for most people, you're right. You can get yeah. more, there's certainly, obviously you can do small pick and you can do things like a Cayenne that have more, but I mean, 5,000 is, is a usable amount. What you don't want is getting less than that. A lot of people have only 3,500. 5,000 yeah, exactly. is decent. Exactly. So let's look at the styling. This is remarkable, whereas the third generation was, don't even look at it. You didn't even notice it. <laughs> it, was, it was so not pretty, so unremarkable. It, it was very soft. It looked like a minivan with doors that open normally. But this, I like when Honda does their signature separated window. It feels mm. very first-generation ridgeline to me. Interesting. Okay. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, that yeah. third window, the C-pillar yeah. uh, window back here. Okay, yeah. I like that it's separate and not just one part of the DLO, mm. uh, like the Grand Highlander or like most SUVs. It's just one blacked-out opening. They black out the pillars, so it just looks like one shape there. Mm. But here it's a separate shape, and that actually makes the Pilot unique. It makes it look, okay. it's got a bevel on it, and it, it looks like they're harkening back to that ridge line. You know how it was beveled along the the mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. the bed edge yeah. right there? So I like that that is a signature look, and it's a vertical front end, so it's very tough and bold, yes. The last one was so rounded and soft. It really helps for them to have gone with this, This for sure. makes it feel like they've got an opportunity to run with this and make Hondas that are very tough and bold, and this is kind of the start of that, I feel like. And even the rear taillights are kind of a Honda signature now. Mm -hmm. I, I like the shapes. I like that it is different than Mazda's and you don't think it's a Toyota. And what is this? Honda, you've done well with exterior styling. Mm -hmm. Bold shoulder line. You can't go crazy with the styling on these, on these true, kinds of things. True, true. It's not why you buy them. But it has to look decent, not in this steel gray color, but yeah. In this color. HPD bronze package. You can get the bronze package True. On this. In this color with the fender flares, mm -hmm. The cladding. I looked at it quickly and I thought, you know what I think was on the wall? It looks better, but you know what I think was on the wall? Subaru website? Subaru Outback. <laughs> I do. If you look, because the Outback is a yeah. wild bestseller for Subaru and it, it has a surprising amount of space. And so 
kind of inexplicably, it competes in this market, the I-need-to-go-car-camping market. It's one of the kings there. Yeah. If you're going to compete in that market, here's the trail sport. Thankfully, it's an actual trim now that is actually worthwhile, but I think... Somebody at least was glancing at the Outback as they were styling this. You know they were. So I think that's interesting. But but it's such an improvement on styling. And I'm I'm very pleased with the use of space. That's what Honda has always yep. done so well. Yep. I like that they have taken Trail Sport and made it an actual trim that means something. It now means something. In this, yes, on sure. on yeah. a big usable unibody SUV that feels like it's got it's got some backbone now. The last one did not. Let's jump into the interior. The IP is fairly unremarkable. Yes. It's very clean and simple, but you do get a nice package shelf up here for all your stuff. Uh -huh. Sunglasses and phone, and the screen here. I kept thinking, like, man, I want a bigger screen. Wait, no, I don't. Mm. No, I don't want a giant screen that dominates. That's that's plenty. Fair. That's, that's enough. I agree, yeah. And it looks stuck on, but that's how... It's also <laughs> in your field of view, mm. which is nice. So a lot of just clean, simple kinds of approaches here. There's just... The, the HVAC controls are very easy to figure yes, out. Yes, As you said, lots of storage. But then you climb into the back seats... And whereas a company like Hyundai and Kia puts the USB ports to charge your phone, well, that adds cost. Sure. But Honda has a nice slot for your phone. And people noticed, oh my gosh, my phone isn't going in the magazine slot, now it's buried <laughs> down forever. Down the bottom, I'll never see it again. It's just a place for your phone that prevents your phone from slipping down there and mm -hmm. disappearing forever. So yes, little touches. They're starting to really do that and do, do it the Honda way. Honda knows storage. They really know storage. They yeah. do. So I really appreciate this interior, even though... I want more interesting visual elements. Mm. I want mm. less piano black. I want more metal in here. I want, you know, something more rugged. Maybe a piece of it is, you know, a shredded hiking boot or <laughs> I, I don't know. Something just Driftwood center console. Maybe something like that. <laughs> but on the other hand, that would add cost. It would, yes. And you can see that Honda is very focused on making this. Mm -hmm. Let's carry people, let's carry gear, let's make it good to drive. Yes. And now this one, let's make it decent off-roader. Yeah, and it's not. There's nothing about it that's remarkable to drive. It drives like this market segment, mm -hmm. which is people mover, but it does feel unlike the last pilot. I don't keep coming back to it. This feels rugged in a way the last pilot did not. That made me go, why not yeah. buy the minivan? Yeah. This, I'm like, okay, all We're right. Beyond the trim package now. This is, I yeah. mean, just the trim. You're right. Absolutely. Thinking this is actually truly like, okay, I could, you know, maybe we could drive down there. I, don't want to. Don't think because, we'd drive back up, but we could drive down there. You know, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Get down there and, uh -huh. yeah, maybe halfway back up. Get some <laughs> little bit of speed, but I, I don't you, know. You want to try it? It's your turn to drive. <laughs> I just don't want to, like, Sorry, Honda. show Honda the pin drop on the map where their vehicle is located because... <laughs> That doesn't go over As well. good as it is, every vehicle has its limits, right? But this does feel like you want to kind of get after it. Yeah, agreed. So I, I do like that. Your turn. All right, here we go. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. 
Do you think we could ever reach a place where the H is actually the actual framing of the grill? The grill is just I'm one big so. H. My classmates in design school were doing that very thing. They were really? making the entire subframe like an Ariel Atom, but it was an H shape all the way. <laughs> That's coming. I mean, imagine if Honda adopted Jeep Wrangler kind of thinking for this. Mm. Little Easter eggs, and they kept, sure, you know, sure. doing nice touches and making it continually off-road for the trail sport kind of package. I could see that. This feels like the very beginning of that future. But, you know, I appreciate it where it is now. And what they've done is give you drive modes. Now, mm -hmm. the as I, as I mentioned, the suspension is not air suspension. Nope. It is fixed. It is tuned. You mentioned the plus one inch yes. ride height, tuned for off-road. Mm -hmm. Has and, the all-terrain um, tires. Has a full-size spare, which you never, yeah, that's true. You never get a full-size spare in this market segment, ever. Independent rear suspension back here. So they give you all these drive modes right mm -hmm. down here. And uh, yes, yeah, seven different modes, normal, econ, A lot snow, more than I'm used to, actually. Trail, yeah. sand, and tow. So I wasn't trail even in trail. I was just was driving. I was fine. Look at that. All right, so here we go. We're in trail. What I would like more from this engine is when you're in sport mode or when you're using the paddles, mm -hmm. that it would allow you to rev the engine a little bit more. When it doesn't want it, to it, It's just playing it safe with yes. the engine. Well, and also it's trying to get you miles per gallon, which, let's be honest, isn't good to begin with. It's not I good. I mean, 23 maybe on the highway, 18 in the city, a 20 combined, as you mentioned before. That is, honestly, right now, that is probably the biggest hit I have against this because almost everybody else does better than that. They do. Not all of them cost more, but many of them do. Yeah. This feels like Honda is offering something in this category mm. that's a standout. It it might not be all the things. Like I mentioned, you know, like USB ports, sure. it's, yeah, yeah. it costs more. But they've re-engineered the seat frames. I don't really love the length of these seats. My, sure, my legs are too long. Yeah. But for most people, I think it'd be just fine, and they're pretty comfortable. Yep, it's a, like definitely them. a seat improvement. That's one of the things that Honda called out as something that they worked on. They worked on a lot of stiffness in this vehicle. I mean, like, the section they, they increased the stiffness the least was 20%. Some places it was as much as 60%. What were you doing on I the don't prior know. generation? The what prior gen was made of tinfoil, apparently. Like old cereal boxes? Possibly. So, I mean, they, they, they really thought about this. I mean, what I like is that it is, it is easy to offer something like this in multiple trims that don't have any variation and again this is a trim that does have variation yeah. which means you can get the nicer softer version if you're never going to do it off-road and just having one engine option kind of keeps the price down it will it, it, it i can see that for honda and all of their dealers and their warranties yeah one engine i feel like honda has truck thinking jeep wrangler thinking here mm. rather than let's make just another suv mm. because it's i think it's easier to make the just on-road passenger versions of Absolutely. this after you make the trail sport, after you oh, make the off-road. Okay. Right, think off-road first, think structural rigidity, then think make suspension it and clearance, and then for the, the passenger-only versions, yeah, that's easy. Honda has always been a company that we like the way they think, mm -hmm. and we are intrigued by their build quality. We never liked the prior pilot, though. That's the thing. Never. It was, always, it was always the one in their lineup. We were like, really? And this has actually elevated it, which is good. Never really liked the Passport either. Yeah, the new, but the new Passport's good for many of the same reasons that this is. Yeah. yeah. So right here on the end, when you're doing some off-roading, you've got the camera. And for various inclines, as soon as you push it, it'll activate the camera. It's well, I'm going too fast. Going way it's too at fast. low speed only. Nobody off-roads at this speed. Are you kidding? I'm going to off-road through the neighborhood now. <laughs> See, there we go. Yep, Cameras are on. Yep. 
and this you could choose uh, various angles mm-hmm. so you can actually look when you're rock crawling. I mean, that's that to me is like Jeep Wrangler thinking. It is for sure. It's them really thinking about what does somebody that's off road really want and need. And this isn't, as we said before, this isn't really the kind of thing you buy if you're serious about that. But if you are a family camping, then it's serious enough. What's cool about this uh, torque vectoring system is it can throw up to 70% of the torque to the rear and Mm -hmm. then 100% left and right. Yep. And it's far more efficient. I mean, Honda has definitely spent a lot of time refining things, making things more efficient as far as the powertrain and how it uses power and Mm -hmm. distributes it. That's why you've got all these modes and that's why they are pretty different and they're useful for that. So... I, I like the refinements, but yeah, they had to start with this entire new shell, it's chassis. Yep. And and you don't drive any of these looking for driving dynamics. That's not what it's about. No. I mean, this is about hauling and usability, and this is really doing all of that well. And frankly, the last pilot did a lot of that stuff well. It was just a snooze fest to look at and to drive. This has got a little bit of personality now and looks pretty cool. Yeah, see, corners like this, you're probably going to want the passenger version, not the trail sport. <laughs> Fair, yeah. But I like that Honda has carved this out and made it its own thing. And what's your usage? I mean, you have yeah. to think about how you're really going to use it, and that's a, that's a big question mark. Or if you're a person that's coming from a more traditional body-on-frame SUV, like, this isn't going to feel like a lot of body roll to you. And it might True. be this might be the bridge car that bridges the gap between a more traditional body-on-frame big SUV and the unibody world. This feels yeah. more like the way those body-on-frames actually move on their suspension, but it's a unibody underneath. It's not thrashy. And there, you know, now we're moving. Yep. It's not going to snap your neck, but no. The only car from Honda that will is the Civic Type R, so... True. And, but but here's the other thing about Honda, though. I think we've always thought of Honda as little vehicles. And this isn't little. Yeah. This is a big American-thinking SUV. You know, I mean, think about the first Honda Civic. It was like, you know, it's pocket-sized. Yeah. And Honda has had to revise as things have happened. And now, the Civic, to your point, is surprisingly big. Then you have the Accord above it. And this is the biggest, most powerful SUV Honda's ever made. They are actually embracing large vehicles, and they've done this well. They have. I'm thinking about the Nissan Pathfinder as a competitor. Yeah. And we like the Pathfinder. Yeah, it was good. I think the Pathfinder has a nicer interior, but I but I believe the build quality of this is better. I, this feels more tightly put together. It does feel more substantial here. I think I'd rather be here. And I like the Pathfinder. Yes, agreed. We liked it quite a bit. Huh. All right, so we're back to off-roading on Interstate 80. We are, yeah. <laughs> All right, not for you, not for me, but, you know, what's the family vote here? What's the family scale vote Eight, no, nine. I, I think seriously, if you have, if you need an eight-passenger SUV, then you get the non-off-road version of this, and you have the option with the seat here. Yeah. If you are a family that you go off-road camping regularly, this is a great, legitimate offering from Honda now. I just want these seats to be longer, since we're freakishly large. Yes. Well, we're definitely tall, but I think they are improved. I just. I always want more bolsters than most seats have. Yeah. And these are not. That's not what they're designed for. They're designed for sitting here and eating. Yes. You know you're going to be snacking. 14 cup holders and eight of them will take 32 ounces. You are going to be eating. That means every person in the car can have a 32 ounce something and an extra cup holder for something else. 
Snacking it's like 7-Eleven run. Is That's like job one. Bought Honda Pilot, <laughs> headed to 7-Eleven. That's our Saturday. The Honda Pilot, where snacking is serious. Yes. 